Eight minutes after 11 Central African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful Tuesday morning. Yes, it's time for our bliss of marriage. My name is Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia, and of course, our beloved senior respected Honorable Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafidahullah. I want to welcome our beloved listeners of Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz, Yusuf Asmal and Company, and I want to welcome our beloved wonderful listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Remember, today is the 28th of Rabi'ul Awwal. 1444, corresponding to the 25th of, of October 2022. Our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Uh, our engineer is Haji Suleiman Esop. He will be with us from now till 12 is, inshallah. Let's welcome our beloved Ustad. Ustad, welcome to the Bliss of Marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Barakallahu feekum Ma'ana Arafat Jazakallahu khairan Ustaz let's go inshallah quickly to our decoders The listener wants to know Is Merkaz Sahaba still giving out free decoders Ustad And what's the procedure? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihil kareem Amma ba'd All praise due to Almighty Allah The sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Few announcements. We know that today is the 28th of Rabi'ul Awwal, and tomorrow, Wednesday, will be the 29th of Rabi'ul Awwal. Inshallah, tomorrow evening, after sunset, after Maghrib, we should scan the sky and look for the new moon and crescent. It will be 29 and a half, 30 hours in Cape Town, and then will be a good chance, inshallah, to see the new moon and crescent. And once you see it, or once we receive confirmation from the Honorable Ulama, then we say, Allahu Akbar, Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin. The words Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin are mentioned in Abu Dawood. So that will be tomorrow night, will usher in the month of Rabiul Akhir, inshallah, Aziz, once the new moon and crescent is sighted. Second one is this, regarding the decoders, yes, we are still giving it out, but free of charge, but for the poor, poor Muslims and people who are extremely poor, not for people who can afford and so forth and so on, for there you must pay 600 rand, inshallah, and you know that if you want, you can sponsor somebody, so then that we will give it out also. So that is where we are. If you want, you contact our Durban officers, our brothers are there, Moana Khalid Yaqub is there, Brother Dawood Monli is there, Hafiz Hussein Wadi is there. Or you contact us here, yeah? even now you can contact our brother Suleiman Esop, 11 and if you are really poor, that is 
so don't try and lie and say this and all that so you know to lie is a very very big sin and a major sin so inshallah if you are really deserving then we will give it to you inshallah and remember then you must sort yourself out regarding all the fitting and all those type of things because now we can't be supplying a dish and all these type of things to you hmm. somebody wants to know Ustad, does a wife also have to pay for child support if the child living with the father will start anonymous remember in islam almighty allah never made the wife want to be the person who is going to be the breadwinner when islam from the time the girl is born till the time she gets married then it is the father's responsibility he must support the daughter from day one right till 15 18 20 25 whenever she gets married then after she gets married the husband's responsibility if they get divorced you must remember then also is the husband's responsibility so it's not the wife's responsibility so if the husband has custody of the children he is responsible he must pay for it he can't tell the wife you're a millionaire or you're very wealthy so you also must pay remember there's no such thing in islam yes you on your own as a mother you want to pay some thing that is your prerogative that is your own option you wish to exercise but nobody nor the husband nor the court no one can impose that upon you islamically so in islam the breadwinner will always be the father the husband and not the wife the mother so you need to understand that as a rule Zero eight four seven eight six three one three two. Ustad, there's um, a mother says, Muftisab, I need some advice from Muftisab urgently. My daughter, she's going through suicidal thoughts because every boy that comes home and sees her uh, says no because she feels she's not good looking. Ustad, anonymous. Remember, all this is the waswasa of shaitan the whisperings of shaitan so she must build up her self-confidence her self-respect and iman is the main thing so what is she going to do in this type of situations so number one tell her she must stay in hudu as far as possible hadith is sahih authentic hadith mentioned in ibn majah la yuhafidu alal hudu'i illa mu'min no one remains in hudu except the true believers so that's number one number two she must perform a five daily salat on time number three she must read the following five du'as number one for the depression anxiety and so forth surah 21 verse 87 La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minal zalimin The dua of Nabi Yunus alayhi salatu salam Abundantly she must read that Number two, she's lacking in self-confidence. She's lacking in self-respect, self-esteem. For that, she must read chapter 54, verse 10. The dua of Nabi, Nu alayhi salatu salam. He cried, he begged, he petitioned Allah when the whole entire population of that time turned against him. Besides 80, 82 people. فَدَعَى رَبَّهُ أَنِّي مَغْلُوبٌ فَانْتَصِرٌ Ya Allah, I'm overwhelmed, over powered you defend me you help me you assist me so read surah 54 verse number 10 then number three she must read surah 3 and verse 173 hasbunallah wa ni'mal wakil 
Hasbunallah wa ni'mal wakil. Oh Allah, you are sufficient for me. And ya Allah, you are the best one to take care of the affairs. And then after that, the ending portion of Surah 22, verse 78, ni'mal mawla wa ni'mal nasir. And you know, the manzil of Hazrat Shaykh Muhammad Zakariya, Shaykh Al-Hadith, Nawarallah Marqadahu, she must read that daily, before Fajr, after Fajr, after Maghrib, at night, or after Isha, anytime. And the four kul she must read, especially kul a'ud rabbil falak, kul a'ud rabbil nas. So that she must keep on reading, even in a napaki, a mensa, she must read it with the intention of dua. This is the wasawis, the waswasa whisperings of shaitan. Mm. And Quran says, Surah 7, verse 200, Seek Allah's protection. Say, A'udhu Billah, and sister, you 18, 20, 22, your friends are married. Now you say, hey, must be I'm ugly, and therefore the boy is nobody interested in me, and so forth. Nay, you must turn the whole argument the other way around. That you read two rakat salat daily after Zohar, after Maghrib, after Isha, Tahajjud time, Ishraq time. In Sazda read, Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata ayun. Surah 25 verse 74. Ya Allah grant me such a husband or such a, if the person is a male, then such a wife. So grant us such spouses and children that are the coolness of the eyes. So say, my Allah has kept someone special for me you must remember that i give you one quick story you know so i was in overseas Mm -hmm. and karachi studying 74 i left i came first time for holiday 76 so 79 i was there when my sister's place by my masi's place my kala's place she passed away allah grant all of them jannatul firdaus so i joked with them actually i have quran in my hand here and I said, you know, I'm tired of this Pakistani food and all that. So better I get married. They said, yes, yes, there's a nice girl and so forth. So Alhamdulillah, I got married and we went. So one youngster, I know, he said, you went one time to Durban and you got married. I'm going 28 times there and I can't get married. 28, 29, whatever it is. So you must remember that you don't know he's married to the grandfather and whatever else. So the point I want to make to you, sister, you must remain positive with Almighty Allah. Allah. People can condemn us. People can criticize us. Allah loves us more than we love ourselves. Allah loves us more than our beloved parents love us. Always remember <laughs> that. So, la taqnatu min rahmatillah. Never ever become disillusioned in the mercy of Allah. Say Surah 7 verse 151 Include us in your mercy Allah. You are the most merciful one to show mercy. So you must think of Allah, believe in Allah, not only think, believe in Allah as the most most merciful, <laughs> most generous and give out one rent, two rent charity every day and don't fall into that trap my sister. Leave all these movies and wrong advice and all that you must remember. Come, I give you another incident that happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. So very similar to yours. So this mother says that my daughter became a hafiza, you know, that she's completed Quran Sharif, happy occasion, all that. She said the madrasa, wherever it is, they have a jalsa. 
for ladies and so forth so these ladies these girls will be reading she says when my daughter told them she can't read because she can't be reading in front of a crowd and all these type of things so she just wants to read to her and maybe the mother or sisters and them will be there five eight ten people so I said, what your daughter is doing is 100% correct. You must remember. That's the haya, the shame, the <laughs> piety, all that she got. The others, I'm not saying is wrong, but they can always be construed as that they want to push up reading all this. Why? Riya and Vasum are just to show off and so forth. So she says, well, now people are mocking my daughter and she's feeling so bad and you know, like... The, so imagine our people, you do right thing, they will mock at you. You do wrong thing, then they'll tell you no, he's right. So that is where we are nowadays. So main thing, always remain positive with all Allah, irrespective of halat. Since we all commit sins, some days we have good days, sometimes bad days, sometimes things are going in our favor. Alhamdulillah. And everything is working out. Alhamdulillah. And things are going wayward, negative, sour, all that. It does go wrong, that go wrong. Alhamdulillah, ya la kulli hal. Alhamdulillah, ya la kulli hal. Ya Allah, I praise you. We praise you in all circumstances, all instances. And then if you want to read the full dua, open <coughs> Tirmidhi, open Ibn Majah, you will find all this. So, Ya Allah, Alhamdulillah, Ya Kulli Hal, Hali Ahli Nar. I seek your protection from the condition of the people of Jahannam. So, that is what Islam teaches us, sister. Subhanallah, Subhanallah. I see the mother is crying, Ustad, and she says that her Betty, her beautiful Betty, is also crying. Her name is Sabira, Ustad. Yeah, now you see the name also got there your name is Sabira sister so you'll have to make sabr also so what's going to happen now we give you what Allah says we don't say I'm just telling you what Allah says so five boys came and they said no I do bo lambi che I do bo jadi che ne bo em che ne tem che and she's bo em all these stories they will come with in one word we believe in takdir finish you must remember that so when you exercise sabr so this is what you must say number one Allah says give glad tidings to those who exercise sabr so chapter 2 verse number 155 then if and when now they came to check you out and see you they went away they ate all your samosas and went away and nothing galna avi you see in Mehman you say galna avi what do you mean galna avi they didn't propose you see so don't worry, musiba. You in your heart felt no, this guy might be the right guy. But Galna Avi, he didn't propose, so no problem. Say Inna Lillahi wa Inna Rajun, Allah will give me better. <laughs> then Allah says, if you hand over yourself to Allah, ulaika alayhim salawatu mirabbihim, Allah Ta'ala's blessings is upon you. Wa rahma, Allah's special mercy is over you. And see all the great tidings. Wa ulaika mul muhtadun, and Allah Ta'ala is keeping you on the right path. 
So you keep your name Sabira with a sword, an excellent name, and Allah will give you wonderful husband, inshallah. For innama al usri yusra, innama al usri yusra. After difficulty comes ease also. Asiya Haji Suleiman, I saw Sayyidun Fakati Mustad. I shouted him out this morning, but now he also got a lot of stories about Suleiman. I bought Jadi and I bought Tukti He speaks half Urdu and half Mehman also, you know. So he's 49, 51, our Suleiman. His mother is Mehman and his father, Marhum, Allah give Jannah. Amin, Amin. He is, you understand, Urdu. So now people, today Akala asked me, I Suleiman is subconscious. I told him he's 40, I told her he's 49, 51, you know. So he did the word 50, 50 like that. Ustad, let's go to falseness. Explain how Allah curses a wife who is not obedient to her husband. Since when does Allah curse? Is this trait not only from someone who is jealous from falseness, Ustad? My brother, before I answer that, you see, people in life, we must understand things properly, you know. When people want a certain answer mm-hmm. that will suit them, so then they send a question in that's a slanted question. Mm. So now... That you can say, I'm ABC, your wife is XYZ. Say, my wife is not listening, she's not doing this, she's not doing this, all that. But turn the ball the other way around. Number one, Surah 4, I'm asking you, the husband, these questions. All my Allah teaches us and commands me and you and all of us as Muslim husbands, Wa'ashiru hunna bil ma'roof. Treat your wives with love, with respect, with justice and so Do we really do that? Sometimes we blow our gasket or do we really go and ask our wife for maaf and forgiveness? Oh, that arrogance and pride gets the better of us. We're not prepared to do that. So ask ourselves, are we really fulfilling our role as a Muslim husband? One, is Rabiul Awal, our deen of Islam is for all times, all places. But when Rabiul Awal comes, then naturally it happens to a true Muslim. We want to speak more about Miladun Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi the auspicious, honorable birth of the Master Sallallahu Alaihi We want to speak about about Sirah to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi the biography and the life history of Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi So how was Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi interaction with his honorable wives? So we all should be reading that as husbands. So take it from there. Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha states authentic hadith in Tirmidhi khayrukum khayrukum li ahalikum wa ana khayrukum li ahali so the best of you are the best of you to your wives and your children I Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa am the best to my wives and my children so see I'm asking you, brother, Falkrus. There, Falkrus, you write by the border, you know. So there, the old Transvaal and then Natal. After Transvaal, then you go Charlestown, Falkrus, Charlestown, and that is the border, and then you in Natal. So that we you use the road 20 years, you know, up and down, mm-hmm. from Heidelberg to Newcastle, Newcastle, Heidelberg. So we know that very well. With Allah's help. So my brother, ask yourself this question. Did you start Ta'aleem in your house? Five minutes, ten minutes daily. So you change the mindset of the wife. Riyadu Salihin, the Kitab of Hazrat Sheikh, all this. Now you say, no, 
I tell my wife she must dress modestly she don't want to. Is she cursed or not? She's wrong, 100%. But who's to blame also? You also to part to be blamed. She's wrong. Remember that she, the sin is on her. But you as the husband are also to blame. So we must look at things holistically and don't just ask, is she cursed or not? I'll tell you the husband who swears his wife is cursed also. So remember mm. that. So it works both ways, remember. Marriage is a partnership. It's not a dictatorship. That is where our Muslim husbands, they go wrong. Sayyidul Qawmi Khadimuhum. The hadith in Mishka Sharif, in the hadith in Maqasid Hasana, meaning that you're the person who's the Amir. He has added, added responsibilities. You can't be sitting on your laurels and thinking of Hadi and just dictating to your wife, do this, do this. How many times did you help her? So that is what Islam is teaching us, brother. The brother in Falsa says, Jazakumullah khairan Ustad. He says, now he has understood Ustad. Yeah, now go and buy one nice present for your honey and say, oh, my poppy, oh, my honey, oh, my sweetheart, take this present and tonight we're starting Ta'alim. <laughs> that every Wednesday you must start something. Anything you start on a Wednesday, it will reach conclusion and completion, inshallah. If you see Allama Marghinani, Rahimamullah, Sahibul Hidayah, so remember he would start his dars, his lesson on a Wednesday. Hazrat Mufti Muhammad Shafi Sahib, Rahimamullah, in his Darulum, they start Wednesday. In his time, now everything has changed. He passed away in 76 Shawwal. Hazraji, Hazrat Muhammad Siyullah Khan Sahib, Nawwar Allah Marqadahu. So he passed away in 92 of Jalalabad. So they used to start on Wednesday. So things have changed now, but I'm giving you of our real Allah, our real Akabir. Today is a little bit, things are different, you know. So these were the giants, and from where they got all this? Go open Maqasid Hasana. Our mother Siddiqa to Bintu Siddiq said so. Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha said, you want to open shop, you want to get married, you want to do this, start on a Wednesday. Allah will give baraka, baraka, inshallah. Ustaz, I'm a widow. I have uh, an only son. When he goes to see girls, they say that they want to stay on their own. He can't afford to go on his own, Ustad. So you must look for such a lady that will make his khidmat and mm. your khidmat. And if you're sincere, Allah Ta'ala will make it possible. You must remember this in my family. So I want to tell them, you understand, my this one wants to get married, but he's got his mother and so forth. So you must make it clear from the start, and he doesn't have the means and so forth. Then you might get one sharpshooter. You understand? You see, oh, Richie Rich is the Prime Minister of UK. So they called him Rishi. But me, I called him Richie Rich. You know, <laughs> when we were very young, then these books used to come out, you know. Mm-hmm. So one book used to come out, Richie Rich. So this morning, I was, I was reading about him. So Rishi, you must remember, is a very, very ajib story, you know, that his mother, his father is from Kenya. His mother is from Tanzania. His father is a doctor. Mother is a, you must remember that, a pharmacist. His grandparents, they're from Pakistan. So the old Punjab, you must remember, that was there. But now it's part of India and all these type of things. So Punjab comes, you know, this way, that way. So he's an Indian, no more Pakistani and all that. So all this, if you reach there. So he was millionaire. And then he got married to a billionaire, you see. They say if you put all the money together, he's the richest politician in the whole of UK. 
Can you imagine that, the Indian guy? He knew how to make money, you know? So anyway, all that. So we call him Richie Rich, you understood? Now let's say, Kala, you're a widow, right? I'm giving an example. So now somebody is headhunting. You call it headhunting. And they saw your son. Your son's name is Umar. Your son's name is Ali, Muhammad, whatever, Ahmed, whatever. So they say, okay, Kala, your son is very good, and so forth and so on. Now he can't afford it. But we will buy a house for him. You see, he mustn't be Garjamai. He mustn't stay with us. We will buy a house for him and so forth. Then he must stay there with my daughter and so forth. Then what you will do? So Richie Rich story here. Mm-hmm. So you must tell him, you, your son, you must tell him I'll be a sharpshooter. You must tell him, fine, I'll accept it. But the house, you must have another house also very nearby attached to something. So my mother will stay there. There'll be everything separate. Two kitchens, two lounge, two bathrooms, two, everything separate, separate, separate. So then you do that for Allah Ta'ala to make it happen. It's very easy, brother. So ask Allah for khair always. Ask Allah for afiyat, safety, comfort, and ask Allah for goodness all times. But my one advice to you, my son, never sacrifice your mother for your wife. You got what I'm saying? Mm. That tomorrow somebody will give you, yeah, you know, now your mother, she can look after herself and you move out and all that. Never deprive yourself of your mother's dua. So always say, no, you want to be my wife, then you have to stay here or stay very, very close to my mother. Then only we can talk. If you're not prepared for that, then just leave it out, out of the Khuruj and Al-Mabhaz. We end the discussion there and there, end of the story. Let's go to UK, Ustad. My mother-in-law is 80 years old and now she keeps forgetting everything. She prays Salah and she forgets that she's prayed. And she prays again and again. But sometimes, Ustad, she doesn't sleep all night. So will I be accountable for not waking her up for Fajr? Is Salah still farad on her, Ustad? Remember, Salat is first upon her, but now they became senile and so forth and so on. So if she reads or Salat now, for example, or any Salat, we're just giving example, she reads it twice, you must just leave her. So don't go and tell her, now, Ummi, Mami, you read it, and so they'll get more upset and so forth. Just leave her. La yukallifu Allahu nafsan illa usaha. Surah 2, verse 286, the last verse of Surah Baqarah. Allah has not burdened any person more than his or her ability, capability, capacity. You must wake her up. Remember that there's no such thing you tell her keep on sleeping. It's a lot of time and she is conscious of what she's doing and so forth. You can't say no, they keep on sleeping. But she wants to read two times, three times, just leave her. That's fine. Don't worry about that. Don't tell her that she made a mistake and that. just leave it there. But you must wake her up for Salat. Mm. Zero eight four seven eight six three one three two. Listen to this one, Ustad. I'm the father of my son. It says he's thirty three years old. If anybody is interested, please let us know. My son is very rich, and anyone who marries my son will be lucky and well looked after. Mr. Yakub Mullah from KZN Ustad. <laughs> <laughs> I see your invitation name also. <laughs> The previous question, then we'll answer your question, Master <laughs> Yaqub Mullah. Okay. So anyway, that the point I'm making for the previous question, the 80-year-old lady in UK. So remember this, that you 
as the daughter-in-law or daughter or whatever or son so remember this that when mummy is doing these things here so let her just carry on doing and so forth but sometime when you know she is 100% listening to you then you must speak to her and explain to her these things here then it will click with her you call them moka eshanasi look for the opportune moment and time so moka eshanasi marudam shanasi you must know to who you are speaking and you must know that what to speak at what time that is called hikmah and wisdom so that was one point Allah just put in my head you see my brother Yaqub Mullah with due respect to you now I understand why your son is not married because you mentioned your name so mm. therefore normally I don't like mm. and I tell Moana Arafat also mustn't take names but anyway so you must remember that your whole foundation is totally wrong mm. Look at your question, how it is posed. I have a son. He's 33 years old. He's very, very rich. (laughs) And now, if you get married to my son, you will be very lucky. So how can you say that as a Muslim? You (laughs) must remember that that is the non-Muslim thinking that is. So our Muslim thinking is this, that when you get married, you get married to a lady for four reasons. For her wealth. For her jamal, her beauty. And they belong to the highest strata of society. And for her piety and so forth. Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Be successful when priority number one is deen and piety and so forth. So that should be the criteria, not the mal, understand? Mm. So your whole thinking and posing the question like that is totally wrong. So uh, you have to rephrase that question. We will sort you out just now. But I want you to understand what Islam teaches. Story time. If you study Bukhari, that was my last lecture I gave on Nikah. I had to f- perform my sister's uh, grandson's Nikah and so forth, Ridwan and Raisa. So I said that I want to tell you all the story. This, and if you study Bukhari, Muslim, Abu Dawood, Tirmidhi, Nasai, Ibn Majah, Mustad Ahmed, the person's name is in every kitab. There's not a muhaddith, a scholar, that made jara on him who criticized him. Mm. So he's such a great person. Whose story is this Mubarak story? So the father's name, Mubarak. So his boss told him, Mubarak, bring some grapes for me and bring some nice sweet, sweet grapes, you know. Mm. So then, so he brought the grapes and then he gave it to his <clears throat> boss. So after that, the boss called him, I told you to bring grapes and nice ones. You go brought all the butter ones and all these things here or sour ones or whatever you must remember. And then, don't you know I want sweet ones? So Mubarak responds, boss, you know what? Me, I'm employed here to look after your farm, not to eat those grapes. I never tasted even one grape here in the farm. <laughs> he looked at him, you see, this is a bushrook I got here. Not one day he even tasted the grape here. Now he's got a daughter. Who's mm. got a daughter? So you must remember the boss. So the boss is now making mashura with his wife. We are rich. My daughter is a paragon of beauty. To who should we give? So they couldn't reach consensus, the boss and his wife. So now he was impressed with this Mubarak, you understand, uh, answer. You know, he called him. So he told Mubarak, 
I need advice. You know I got a daughter here. She's marriageable age and so forth. So give me advice. So this is the advice mm. I want to give you and all the ummah. He said, Mubarak said, Rahimahullah, when I study the Jutlas, the Jews, then they look at wealth. Mm. So they will mm-hmm. give their daughter to the wealthiest person. You see, you see, oh, oh, Trump, he gave, he's not a Jew, but he gave his daughter to who? Kushna, rich guy, like you see. His son-in-laws are Jutlas, like that. So that is what Jews look at. When you look at Nasara, you look at Christians, then they look at not Mal, they look at Jamal. There they say must be handsome, must be beautiful, and so forth. So that is other side of the spectrum. But if we are true Muslims, we will not make Mal, or we will not make Jamal, the wealth or the beauty as priority number one. They can be beauty, handsomeness, they can be wealth, but not priority number one, you see. So he said, look for piety, that's my advice. So he <laughs> looked at him, he kept quiet, he went with his wife, did this. he said, best person, we give Mubarak our daughter. Allah. But Mubarak was not a millionaire, working class guy, person, you know. So they gave. So now, husband, wife, pious, does that. Who is born? Abdullah bin Mubarak, rahimahullah. <laughs> Abdullah bin Mubarak, go read his life history and so forth, that not one scholar in hadith can point a finger at him. Such a great scholar he was. All the books of hadith, the famous books, mention him. Why? Because the father told and gave advice. That he said that when you give the, gave the girl's father this advice, that you use piety as Christ priority number one so for you Mr. Bullah sir if you want you understood so we know two three girls but we don't know you we don't know your son and all that beside the bank balance we don't know anything and then you advertised it you understood so I don't know why he's 33 and he's still not married that brings a big question mark in my mind so never mind in his father-in-law's mind but anyway so you must tell your son and if he's listening read Rabbana that Allah grant us you must remember such spouses and children that are the coolness of the eyes don't be proud with this wealth of ours remember Imam Abu Hanifa's statement in the morning it's there in the evening it's gone rags to riches and riches to rags that's my advice to you I see uh, brother Yakumullah say to answer your question of my son not married he's a very hard working boy Ustad he travels a lot he's only busy in the shop Mr. Yakumullah Ustad busy busy in the shop but he's not getting married doesn't solve the problem brother I see Ba says we also have daughters who are rich and Ba you absolutely 100% right we shouldn't think of wealth bow start we don't say you mustn't think of wealth but you shouldn't make it priority number one that is where we're going wrong right <laughs> come let's carry on somebody says one more question we start before we go for an interval it says i would like to know what is muftis up stake on the wedding that took place this past weekend and fed the orphans as well which is now training on social media the groom wanted to give these kids the best day of their life but with the amount of money spent on weddings could have given these kids a few best days why do the right in the wrong way am i wrong for thinking this way you start we don't know who you're talking about i don't know i didn't receive any message like that anyway you must remember islam teaches us simplicity which is the best nikah question number one which is the best nikah 
that the best nikah is the one that the least expenditure involved. I know of nikahs today, one million, two million, five million, all that. So most of the time, that nikahs don't even last very long. I don't say all, but many of them, they don't last. Because the whole intention was riyah, was sum'ah, was just to show off. And when your intention is just to show off, then the hadith, authentic hadith in Mishkat Sharif, Mustad Ahmad, man samma asamma Allah bihi. When your intention is to show off, then Allah will disgrace you and everybody will come to know. I give you my family's incident. Mm-hmm. Yes, many years ago, he told me, come perform the nikah, this, this, and that. I said, fine. Then I saw the card and all that, and the chow and reception. I don't know what and what they call it. We don't even know the names properly. <laughs> so in a five-star hotel. So I told him after Nika Bumarak, does that me I'm going? Okay. So he said, you're not coming. I said, okay, Soban, Soban, I would even know. In Mehman, I told him, I don't fit in that class, you know, <laughs> and this type of thing. After six months, one year, Allah alone knows everything finished, tunnel, tour for to finish everything. How much spend two, three million gone, finish. You all understood. Say, so, yeah, you know, your advice, now we understand. So you see, sometimes our intention is all upside down. But now to massage our ego, we say, no, 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 I spent two million, three million now on the wedding, so let me go. He bichara yatim vara in. You see, I'll tell you a story of Pakistan also. He bichara yatim vara in these poor, poor orphans and all, let me go give them. So that also is to massage our ego. You see, in Pakistan, we had our own mess, our own kitchen, South Africans. And the Pakistanis, they had. So we used to pay for our own food and that. So sometime I meet my Pakistani colleague. We're studying in the same class. So he said, Deko in Logone Khana Beja. You understood? So there was a wedding taking place. The food got off and all that rotten or bad taste. So it wasn't up to standard. He said, Madresa Send it. The junk you send to the Madresa. So these type of things here. So I said, this is mentality of people today. So I don't know. We answer the questions as they are posed. But if that is what you mean, remember, it's totally wrong is wrong. Ta'in and Mankan, whoever does it, we must remember that. I see somebody says, but Mufti Sab is Memon. Didn't Mufti Sab spend a lot? Lots for your wedding and Walima. Remember you, ma'am, and I know you, Mufti Sab, request for Dwan's Ustad. My marriage, you must remember, my mother was 41 then. First time our people Allah. ever sat on the floor. They had my father-in-law said a whole lot on the floor. Allah. They couldn't even sit properly. They came with their three-piece suit and this. And Walima, we had 10 people or so. I think you must <laughs> remember that because I was flying to overseas. So everything was done in less than 1,000 rand. So you must remember this type of thing. What Allah's fazal. <laughs> so, but you want to show off. That's the problem, Ba. Panke to maru ke batari okape. Ah, toke kolo lageto. Tu kadasi avye ye. So panji gal pa karje. Ah, to see. That is our damal. What I said, that our problem is we want to show that what we can do. For the wedding, we'll pull out the new car and watch what happens. You must remember that. So you understood, Ba? I got married less than 1,000 rand. 15 minutes to 12. See, I just really want to stop. MashaAllah. Let's go for an interval. We come back. We will continue with the bliss of marriage. Stay tuned. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah. 
Well, it's uh, 11 minutes to 12. Uh, uh, somebody says, please comment on the trend of taking photos and videos of one's children. Ustad. Today we are the people, we know, Garku Ag Lagahi Garki Chirakse. We cause harm ourselves. What a beautiful and, you know, great occasion. Mm. Your daughter gave birth, your wife gave birth, your daughter-in-law gave birth. Now, no, everybody takes snap, then put on status and put on Instagram and Facebook. I don't even know how these things work. So the state, uh, that's what you call Facebook and Instagram and all these things there. So they put there. So what are you doing? Mm. Think properly what are you doing? Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Inna al-ayna haqqun. The hadith sahih, authentic hadith there in Mishkat Sharif. That the evil eye is the truth. You know the zamana, the time we are living in. People in front of your face, mashallah, mashallah. Behind your back, they will stab you with daggers all the time. That jealousy of theirs, that envy is there. They look at your child with so much, or grandchild with envy and so forth. Then you find the child is falling sick. This is happening. This is. But who exposed the masoom child to all these things? You, the parents, the grandparents, and so forth and so on. So therefore, what do you want to take snap? Mm. Baji is 70 years old. Kala is 80 years old. Now they're having birthday. Put 70 candles there. Baji blue, seven candles went off. After that, he got heart attack. You understood? Mm. So why we want to mimic the West and all these shaitans, haramis? Can't you see what they're doing in Palestine? Can't you see what they're doing in India? Can't you see what they are doing there in Afghanistan? How they are slaughtering, butchering the Muslims? And we want to choose their culture and all these type of things here. Take the way of Islam or Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If there's a need, necessity is different. You got passport, you got ID, you got license, you got visa. That's a different thing. But you want to just show off with all these things here. So therefore, there's no more barakah and blessing in our life. So leave all these things here. So remember that come back to the simplicity of Islam and then see, walau anna al qura amanu when the people of the town and the city they have through iman and they have taqwa and through piety we will open the doors of barakah and blessing from the heavens and the earth so from all sides Allah will open but who wants to do today? Allah. We want to just show off. We want to just, we, name is Bilal, but Bilal thinks like Bali. <laughs> name is Maryam, but Maryam thinks like Mary. 90%, 80% of the Ummah are like that today. Allah protect us all. Amen. Allah guide us all. I've got a sister who starts from uh, uh, KZN Maritzburg. I see Mufti Sab is speaking about the wealth and richness. Can Mufti Sab speak about the poor? I have two daughters, Mufti Sab, but we're poor. We're very poor. Can you give us a story? We're very poor. Nobody wants my daughters. And I see she's crying with God. Remember that if you want richness, then you must just do the following. Somebody asked the question, now break time. So I told Mohan Arafat, give it here. I'll just answer him with a voice note. So I told that person there, do the following. Mm. Adopt the quality of taqwa and piety, real piety. So you, mother, you got two daughters, right? 18 years, 20 years, like that. I don't know. I'm just assuming, presuming. So now you're worried. We're poor. We don't have. But Allah is the richest of riches. 
So Allah says, If you bring taqwa in your life, Allah will make a way out for you. Allah will give you so much risk, so much risk, you never knew that risk will come from such uh, unexpected quarters and so forth. That is Quran, Surah 65, verses 2 and 3. So how are you going to do this? So now you and your daughters must start today. That you see today, before Zohar, after Zohar, mm-hmm. and you never stop. Every day it must be done. That you must read the Asma'ullah al-Husna. Read the 99 names of Allah. Allah commands us in the Quran. Chapter 7, verse 180. Almighty Allah has wonderful, beautiful names. Invoke and call Almighty Allah by those names. So you'll do that? One. To read the quality of Allah. Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam said, Surah 38, verse 35, Rabbi habali mulkalla yambagilia hadim mimbadi. Ya Allah, give me a magnificent kingdom that no one after me will ever get such a kingdom. What he said, Innaka antal wahhab. So, Kala, you, your beloved daughters, read now with me. Ya wahhabu, ya wahhabu, ya wahhab. Read that. Allah will give you so much, so much. But daily, and your salat, your Quran, tilawat, all that must be up to date. Istighfar. Allah says, make istighfar. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Rabbi min kulli dhammin wa tubu ilayh. Allah will bless you with wonderful wealth and Allah will give you wonderful children. So obviously the children will come after you get married. So Allah will give you everything. But you have to play your part. I have to play my part. Chapter 71, verses 10, 11, and 12. Third one, this is now secret I have to give you. You see, before I come down, 11 o'clock is programmed today, tomorrow, Thursday. So every day we try and read. You understand? Muatta Imam Malik is hadith. Imam Malik mentioned. Imam Malik said before Zawal. So Zawal nowadays is 10 to 12 years and so forth. So now uh, I can't go from here. So before 11 o'clock, 10 to 11, 5 to 11, I read two rakats and two rakats. Then I pick up my hand and make dua. Ya wahabu, ya wahab, ya fatahu, ya fatah. Ya Allah, all the difficulties we have, you remove it, ya Allah. You are qadir mutlaq So you speak to Allah. Allah se mangna hai, Allah se manwana. You know what is the reward? <laughs> Imam Malik wrote his hadith in Mota. That your every four akats you read, Allah will give you reward of Laylatul Qadr. Allah understand? <laughs> and then Ulama wrote, read that four akats and just make dua. Allah will give you wealth and richness yeah, that you can't even believe and expect so much. Remember this. <laughs> but our problem, Kala, is what? Three days, five days, one week we do, and something comes in, then we forget Allah. <laughs> Consistency is the key. All the, the whole team here knows that sentence. Hak. Consistency is the key. Every day do the good actions. Not uh, one week we become Buzruk. Rabiul Awal came, Ramadan came, Thursday night came, Friday came. No. Day and night we must practice then. So you will do. 
then speak to me after 40 days, 50 days, and tell me if something happened or not. But you must do regularly. Then see, inshallah, kismat tabdil ho jayegi, and remember that your kaya palat jayega, that your whole takdeer will change, and kismat khul jayega. So your daughters also must do, and you also do. Remember that Allah is for everybody. People can say what they want to. What you worry about people? Allah We have to beg Allah. That is what we have forgotten today. See, the color is crying, Ustad. Allahu Akbar. Allah is it. Ameen, What is Mufti Sab's fatwa regarding posting images of marhums when you want to remember them, Ustad? Anonymous. Haram, that absolutely haram. How can you do this? That person just passed away, now you take his snap and photo, and then now you send to everybody. So if he told you to do that, then he gets punished. That is the meaning of the hadith. That the mayyid gets punished because the people who are loving, they're crying and so forth. If he told them they must make a show, like, you know, you go to Egypt, you go to Pakistan, they got these ladies and all of them. So they laugh and joke. When the visitors come, then they start crying, Ooh, my brother passed away my sister passed away this, that. they pay them you see So and it's all haram all these things in Islam you call it niyaha and naiha it's haram absolutely all these things so if the mayyid told you you must send my posters out and PG majors, he also gets punished and you also get punished you also get the sin it's all absolute do something beneficial for the disease what? dua Surah for one dua we can't learn. Surah fourteen, verse forty one. Rabbanafili Waliwali Deya Walil Mukminina Yomaikumul Hisab. Oh beloved Allah, forgive me. Forgive my beloved parents. Forgive the believers the day the reckoning is established. For the whole Ummah make dua. We don't know ninety percent of the people who pass away. So Surah fifty nine verse ten Rabbana Fillana Wali Ikwan in Alladina Sabakuna Bil Iman. Ya Allah forgive us, forgive our brothers, sisters in Islam who passed away before us with Iman. Non Muslims you can't pray for them. We pray for them while they're alive. After they're dead we can't pray for them. So Quran says said Surah nine verse eighty four. Give out charity for the marhum, cash or kind, daily, one rain, two rain, whatever it is. Read salat for them. Now you read, for example, Zohar salat, Zohar time has come in in your place. After Zohar, read two rakat salat. Read Quran Sharif for them. Yeah. So many things we can do. That we won't do, we go do the unda dandas. Upside down things we're not supposed to do. That is said, no, we'll send this snap out to everybody. So that is absolutely haram and not permissible. Okay, now inshallah we're going for the news with Brother Suleiman Esop. And thereafter, this is our program. After the news, our bodies and souls are in the need of maintenance. Monarid 1 Kaji, 1 o'clock Azan for Zohar, 105 to 130, Surah Dahar, chapter 76, verses 8 to 18. 132, we go to the Ark. Surah Swad verses 25 to 35 2 to 3 current affairs with brother Yusuf Ali 3 to 3 30 3 35 this morning's Q&A very interesting 3 
35 to 4 seerah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa Dawood Siddhat. 4 to 5 Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa ibadat. So remember how Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa worshipped Almighty Allah in Urdu Mufti Ahmad Khan Puri. 5 to 7 Mohana Khalid Yaqub. 7 to 7.30 the repeat of my tafsir Surah Dahar verses 8 to 18. 7.30 to 8 Mahayunus Patel Rahimahullah's advices and 8 to 10 Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan. 8 to 10 month after dinner. So nice programs. Make dua for us and the ummah. And now the news. Barakallahu feek. Jazakallahu khair. Inshallah, Moana Arafat will send out the podcast of Bliss of Marriage and I also will send it out. Jazakallahu khair. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Beautiful advice to start. Up next, the 12 o'clock news with Haji Suleiman Esop. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah.